Hello and welcome to Reading the Bible Cover to Cover in 365 Days. My name is Andrea Lendy, author of the book and Bible reader and studier for over a decade. And I'm excited to share some thoughts with you about today's reading. Welcome to day 256 of Reading the Bible Cover to Cover. Let us pray. Oh Lord, thank you for teaching us more about you every day we read your word. Help us learn more today, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Let's see what Jesus is teaching in John chapter 10. Jesus talks about a shepherd and the sheep. The shepherd who enters another way other than through a door is a thief, according to Jesus. The religious leaders of the day were often called shepherds, so Jesus was referring to them. They hadn't opened the door to their heart to let him in. They were in their positions because they wanted power, position, and honor. They were not leaders whose hearts were full of service, and Jesus had nothing good to say about them. He tells them he is the door for the sheep, and anyone who enters through his door will be saved and find pasture. Pasture is a good thing. He tells them he is the good shepherd and will lay down his life for them and us. Verse 10 is underlined in my Bible and says, The thief comes only in order to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have and enjoy life and have it in abundance to the full till it overflows. Jesus came so we may enjoy life and have a life of abundance, abundance in him. Let us receive the fullness of his love for us. Then in verses 28 and 29, he tells the people that no one can snatch his people, the ones who believe in him, which means us, out of his hand or out of his father's hand. We must know we are protected. Our souls are protected for eternity. Well, let's see what Paul is writing the Ephesians in chapter 6. Paul writes about various lines of authority. First, he tells us to honor and obey our parents. He tells fathers to not provoke their children. He tells slave owners to be good to their people. And he tells slaves to serve as they were serving unto Christ. We can all take this advice. Many of us serve people in many ways. Service becomes mundane when mothers plan yet another meal or fathers go to the office one more day. In verse 10, Paul encourages us to be strong in the Lord, be empowered through your union with him, draw your strength from him, that strength which his boundless might provides. May we be strengthened by the Lord today. Then Paul gives one of the most powerful excerpts of his career in verses 13 through 18 when he tells us to put on the armor of God. He tells us to tighten the belt of truth, put on the breastplate of integrity, shod our feet with a gospel of peace, lift up our shield of faith, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword that the Spirit wields, which is the word of God. This is the armor we need to put on every day and in every situation to protect ourselves from the enemy. Lastly, Paul tells us to pray at all times, on every occasion, in every season, in the Spirit, with all manner of prayer and entreaty. To that end, keep alert and watch with strong purpose and perseverance, interceding in behalf of all the saints, God's consecrated people. There is so much wisdom here in this chapter. We could read it over and over again and learn something new each time. Take your time as you read and write note cards that you can keep handy because we need this information. We need it to seep into the deepest part of our hearts so that we can stand strong in these days and times. Let's see what Isaiah is prophesying in Isaiah chapter 21. Judgment has come upon Babylon in this chapter. Persia will come against them. Isaiah is deeply pained by what he sees in his mind and spirit. He sees the gold taken from God's temple being defiled. Babylon's king is killed. Next, we read about the judgment of Duma or Edom. 
These people came from Jacob's brother Esau and were enemies of Israel at various times throughout history. Last, Isaiah saw the refugees of Arabia fleeing, hungry and thirsty. They fled from the war, which will occur within a year. In chapter 22, we read about God's judgment over Jerusalem, which is called the Valley of Vision. Even though we are in a section reading about God's judgment against other nations, we read here about his judgment against Jerusalem. He is prophesying about the Babylonian takeover. He sees commotion among the people, and he talks about the warriors who did not die a glorious death in battle. Instead, many of the men died of starvation or died attempting to flee from battle. Even the leaders fled and were taken captive. The people should have humbled themselves before God, but verse 13 tells us they were seeking pleasure instead of seeking God. Their thought was they may die tomorrow, so drink wine and make merry while they could. Unfortunately, in verse 14, the Lord told Isaiah their unatoned sin would not be purged from them, but would end in death. There are two men named in this chapter who were both assistants to King Hezekiah. One was vain and the other sought God. Shebna was a vain man who built a large tomb for himself. God would ensure he was killed in another country and would never use this monument he built for himself. On the other hand, Elikim was a good man and would be honored in heaven. Well, this was all a sad state for sure, and Isaiah weeps for them. It must have been difficult for him to see all the destruction that was going to take place, yet was living out his mission as God had given him. Remember how his spirit went to heaven and God asked whom he could send to tell his people about these things, and Isaiah answered the call. He was told it would be difficult and the people would still not turn back to God, even when he told them of their impending doom. Isaiah did not have an easy task. His physical body felt pain while he was doing God's work. We are not promised ease and comfort as we serve God either. But let us be encouraged as we read Paul today writing about putting on the full armor of God so that we can carry out God's will for our lives. Let's see what we can learn from Psalm 75. Asaph starts out with praise for the Lord. Then he writes about the judgment of God, which we are currently reading about in Isaiah. He writes that God will judge when he ordains it. We don't know God's timing, and it is certainly different for us. I am convinced that God sees time much differently than we experience it, but his will reigns. Verse 3 is underlined in my Bible and says, When the earth totters and all the inhabitants of it, it is I who will poison and keep steady its pillars. Yes, the Lord is almighty and all-powerful. He determines each second of every minute of every day of every month and year. He will keep us steady when everything around us is shaky. Then we read about the proud and arrogant as coming from God's perspective. He tells us to not lift up the horn, which refers to oxen lifting up their heads to avoid the yoke that the farmer puts on their head. They resist the yoke. God is telling us to not resist him. I'm sure I did this for years. I wanted my way, but God's way is always best. May we humble ourselves before the Lord and allow him to do a work in us. May we worship him with our whole hearts. Let us pray. Oh, Lord, thank you for showing us your power and might. Father, strengthen us and impart courage into our hearts to follow you and be obedient to you. Keep us humble and keep us seeking you and your will for our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for walking this journey with me and being a faithful reader of God's word. I pray that he shows himself as the God who loves you deeply and cares about every detail in your life. Come back tomorrow for some more thoughts and insights as you read God's word.